Rob Trujillo is like the kind of dependable, like he's like, I've got your back. I'm right there with you and I'm going to play along. Lars is doing Lars, you know, and Hammett's doing Hammett. But it's Hetfield's, al it's Hetfield's album. So breaking it down song by song. I think the first song, obviously, we've heard that. Yeah, the opening track. Um, you know, that was... Yeah, it was, it was alright. But I think it's... Um, It's really hard to nail it down. The Sabbath, the Sabbathiness is all the way through it. We can agree with that. When, Hef, when Hetfield and Hammett start going, the Thin Lizzy stuff is there. It's Sabbath worship. Massive Sabbath worship. Full on. What do we think about the last song? You know, 11 odd minutes or whatever it is. I didn't feel like 11 minutes. No, it didn't at all. Quick. Like when it ended, I thought it was gonna, you know, there was gonna be another section or something. Like, because it's just this very slow, very heavy, kind of holds its own weight and it hangs in the air a bit. And you're like, and you're waiting for it to kind of either like do what Sabbath would do, which was, which would be like accelerate, yeah, you know, like Children of the Grave yeah, or something yeah, like that, yeah. you know. Um, uh, or even, sorry, Iron Man or, you know, where it has that kind of section where you just kind of accelerate off. But it just didn't. And and I think that's the that's the thing. You sort of realise that, oh, shit, that's just held us in that place yeah. for that length of time. And it didn't feel that long. What are you giving out of 10? Seven out of 10 is a little bit, maybe. Well, I want to, uh, like, okay. So... I feel like, I almost feel like I don't want to score it until I've spent some time with it. Because I'm in a good mood. Like, I walked out of the cinema and I, like, when when Keith just said to me, 7 out of 10, I was like, oh, fucking harsh bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but with all these things, you've got to weigh it up, you've got to let it settle, you've yeah, got to, yeah. you know, you got to see, does it, does it, does it really, um, you know, does it really stand up? You know, it's a special occasion. We're in the cinema. We're hearing it out of the big speakers. We're looking at the, the visuals, the weird visuals, the weird visuals, and some were really fucking weird. But I think it's a great album. Yeah, like I, I rephrase that. I had a great time listening to it. Yeah, I, I wasn't sitting there thinking, oh shit, oh fucking hell, oh what the fuck. I was like, okay, yep, yep, yep. There's, there's enough in it. There's enough moments in it straight away kind of get you interested and you know, yeah yeah and every time I thought alright is this a little bit formulaic oh hang on no a riff hit, comes you, in you, done you, it or a, or a lead part or a harmony yeah, 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 or something yeah. would come in yeah. it just made me think alright yeah you're just sprinkling a little bit of magic on that some of the Metallica have always done well that's to true to be fair to them yeah that's you know, true just when you think they're getting dull yeah. a riff will kick in and you know I, I, you know, I do, I do think there's a lot of energy in that band. They, they all come across like they, like they do give a shit about what they do. Right? They're not phoning it in. No, definitely not phoning it. Definitely not phoning it. You know, they're not. Um, I don't know. It, yeah, it, I think it's, 
it's gonna get a lot of shit, and I know of I, can, it I can see why it's gonna get a lot of shit, but it's gonna be the same old boring fucking tired shit. And what was it we, you said? Uh, no one hates Metallica as much as Metallica fans. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> mental when you think about it. This is one of the greatest metal bands that have ever walked the planet. Who are still churning out good material 40 years into their career. Exactly that. Exactly you know, that. Yes, they've yeah. had their moments of dog shit. We all know that. But at the same time, when you've got that level of back catalogue, when you've got those first four albums, you've got it in the bank, haven't you? Exactly. You've got to do what you fucking want. It doesn't, like... How many bands, right, can, you, can anyone name that have hit the magic every single time? No right? chance. Everyone has a I peak. Want. Every every human being right has a peak. Like, you yeah, do yeah, that one yeah. thing, and yeah. it's like that's great, you know. Um, and then you do a lot of stuff that's okay, but it might not, may or may not be as good as yeah, that yeah, thing yeah. that you did. And you know, I just think you've got to give bands a break. Yeah. Because it, it you know, it, there no band has ever fucking put lightning in a bowl that many times. It just doesn't happen. Well, I mean, Maiden did Fear of the Dark. No Fear of the Dying, but, you know. It's going to come a time where... But even on Fear of the Dark, the... I suppose, you did have Fear of the Dark, which is a fucking great single. Live, yes. Yeah. Yes. But you're right, it's, um, you know... I... You've got to allow on that moment. Metallica had that, whether it's St. Anger, whether it's Load, whether it's Reload. I know you're a staunch defender of St. Anger, but fuck knows why. Fucking de- Listen, I fucking I'll defend that to the fucking death. Not, and, and do you know what? Not because I think it's a brilliant album, because I, I defend it because of its flaws. Um, but I think it represents something fucking... What's the word I would choose? Um... It, ha- it, it has value. There's a fu- there's a million different angles I can come at with. It, so was it was it the, the the right transitionary period? They done load and reload, and then obviously the covers and S and M and all that. And then all of a sudden they want to go fast and heavy again, and they just didn't quite get it right. If I was to if I was to try and summarise like the main points of defence of Sonata, one is. Is it's like rock and roll is supposed to piss people off, right? Yeah, I'll give you that. And Sananga's pissed more people off than like, like, like any other out market. Right, there you go. Yeah. Right, okay. So, like, come on, we're fucking metalheads. Can we not respect the fact that an album came along and it made and it put a fucking grain of sand in our fucking underpants? What a way of putting it. Because it's like it's, that's what music should do, and it should make you feel uncomfortable. Like, not music, but metal music, rock and roll. Should make no, you I feel think music as a whole. Right. If it doesn't, if it right. doesn't incur some kind of reaction, then what's the point? So, so it wins points for me on that respect. Two, it's a fucking honest album. They went out there and they they made an an album that was it was vulnerable. Probably more like, you know, a lot's being made of this current album and Hetfield kind of putting his heart on his sleeve and talking about a lot of um, difficult things. But I think collectively, some anger did that in a, in a much more obvious uh, and apparent and raw way. 
Like it was, it's, fu- it's ugly. It's a horrible album. It is fucking horrible. Now, why is it horrible? It's because like the songs you, are shit. No, no, no. That's not the point I'm making. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Like the horrible I mean is, it's it's a it's a scab that's unpicked. It's a band that were fucking like up there fucking riding high the fucking majesty of the metal scene like Metallica grunge and new metal came along and knocked them off their perch didn't knock them off their perch in the sense of like we're better than them but it, you can hear the the fact that they were like oh shit like where do we fit in this and they were trying and they were scrabbling to find that sound and I think that's a beautiful thing in that you had these fucking with Metallica and it's all of a sudden it's not a confident album it's like well we're just trying not playing solos and we'll try being a kind of like this limp biscuit kind of rhythmic guitar playing and and it's like and it and it and it sounded awkward so it's the sound of a band trying to find their place bearing in mind they were they were the fucking angels of fucking heavy metal and all of a sudden something comes along and you, there's the awkwardness of trying to fit in and who can't relate to the awkwardness of trying to fit in that's a fucking powerful thing to listen to right then you get all the fucking backlash against it and if you want to get really fucking deep it's then you get into the fucking stigma about mental health and vulnerability and as soon as you expose yourself as vulnerable people are like they don't want to know it's like fuck off you can't talk about that and look at how look at how Metallica retreated once people said oh, we don't like this oh, this is fucking shit you, you fucking come back when you're a fucking tough metal band again and that's a fucking, as far as I'm concerned, that's a powerful fucking thing. The, the, there's some kind of monster documentary. Right, was, right. so with, that, was, that was, encapsulated it. Yeah, it did, but, yeah. But, but then people ridiculed it, they put it down, they said it was shit. And it, was, you, it was warts and all. It was warts it, and all. It's what you want from a documentary. It is what you want from a documentary, but from a, I'm talking from the music, people put it down, they called it shit, they said it was worthless. So then you think about that in a wider fucking context, a societal context, of how people respond to that message of I'm vulnerable, I'm difficult, I'm uncomfortable, I'm, you know, I'm not always well produced. Um, and it's like, no, 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 you come back when you sound like you're tough. And that for me is why St. Anger is an important album because it, they, they put that out there and the fact that people rejected it says a lot about society. I have never heard someone talk about St. Anger with that level of passion. It's a fair play to you. Like, it's a, it's a horrible album. That's an understatement. But, but in the same way that Black Flag's My War is a horrible album. Yeah. You know, there yeah, are yeah. albums that come out that sound like they're a fucking scab being picked off. And that's why we enjoy them. And I enjoy St. Anger in the same way I enjoy Black Flag's My War. It's like, it's not, it's not sonically pleasant. It's difficult, it's horrible, it's, it's awkward, it doesn't groove, it's like... It challenges you in a way that something like yeah, that kind of music should. And that's why I love the album, you know? And that's why I think it has, it has value. Oh. 
That looks like a tried and tested way of turning off the heater. But it's like how they've got from St Anger to how they've got to 72 seasons. Because there's, there's a loose concept to 72 seasons, don't forget. It's all about the first 18 years of your life That's and true. all this kind of shit. So, again, this is where we come back to Hetfield's catharsis. Now, yeah, so it sounds like they've kind of taken what they were... what. So if you think of St Anger as an unrefined version of 72 Seasons, that's the way I see it. It's, it's like St Anger's like, ah, I've got all these fucking feelings and shit. It's almost like that's how you are when you're like 13, 14 years old and you're feeling all these things and this anger and this fucking angst and this shit. And it's like, I don't know what to do with it. I don't know how to articulate it. Do you think, do you think Hetfield was in that position where he didn't know how to articulate it back then? Because he was still very much in the I think you're right. alcoholism. Yeah. And that, whereas I now, right, because he's, more, was... he's more comfortable with it and he yeah. can get his emotions out in a way that he couldn't do 20 years ago. That's a very good call because that was pre-rehab, pre-therapy, yeah. yeah. pre-everything that's followed. Yeah. So, so if you put some anger through that lens, absolutely. You know, it's um, that was the that was the teenage angst that was the kicking back against. Like, things don't feel right. Things aren't right. I don't know how to deal with it. I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to make this fucking angry music. And what a fucking teenager? Not that Metallica were teenagers when they made it, but but the the comparison to you know growing up and their career is there. It is present. No, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think it's all about maturity, you know, and it's it's dealing with the same issues, but in a, with a much more articulate voice. And they, they've they've taken that they've taken that emotion and, and that level of, of songwriting, and, and now they're just enjoying playing music, yeah, and enjoying the fans there, highlighting their influences and and that kind of thing. So, yeah, you know, the Sabbath, the Thin Lizzy of the new album is. In fact, it sounds listen, like they're if you, enjoying it. If you feel, if you think about that journey from St. Anger to Death Magnetic, which I thought was a, a kind of a, an, a, an apology for St. Anger. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right with um, that. It, you know, it's a fine album, great tracks on it, there's some great riffs. But I just thought, when I, the first time I heard Death, Mag- Death Magnetic, I thought it was Metallica coming back with their tail between their legs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just being very like, okay, okay, we'll give you and just we'll give you, we'll give you a thrashing album. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So and it's fine. It was great. You know, they pulled it off really good. Took me a while to come around to it for that reason. Um, hardwired after that was them kind of like finding their voice again, I think, and just saying, no, do you know what? Actually, all that stuff we did with Load and Reload was enjoyable because why not? Because that was us in touch with our fucking rock and roll roots and all the albums, all that stuff there's, we grew there's up a, there's a bit of There's a bit of load and reload to hardwired in there. It's got that kind of yeah. slower pace bits it, on the group. And that's, and that's the thing. Yeah. They're bringing that back in. So what they did with Death Magnetic, they're bringing the load stuff back in for hardwired. And then I think for 72 seasons, they've kind of... Taken all of it. They're comfortable yeah. with it. They've kind of done that and they've done that. Fuck the critics. They brought it together Fuck with Hardwired the and they was like, okay, we're, tr- we're doing this. How do people feel about that? Yeah. yeah, it's good. Okay, fine. And now they've hit their stride and they're comfortable with it. They're just fuck like, you, you know all. What? If you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's, that's the impression I get from this album. Oh, uh, yeah. I agree. Because they're Metallica. They'll go out and they'll play it live in two different sets or whatever it is they're doing 
and they'll probably play the whole album across two sets. I hope so. It'll probably sound awesome live. Yeah. All of it. I've got that feeling a lot listening to it. Yeah, like, and they can go, hear this live. fuck you, this is what we do now and this is what we want to do. And by spreading it across two sets, they can play the whole album and still drop in all the classics that everybody wants, so everybody wins. Yeah. Marketing genius. The future's bright. Isn't it? The future's yellow. Yeah. Clearly. I, no, I, so in summary, I fucking, I, I, I had fun tonight. That's I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's the greatest Metallica album ever. Obviously I'm not, not. going to say it's, you know, it's a fucking masterpiece. I'm just going to say, do you know what? I sat there and I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Sabbath worshipping, Thin Lizzy loving, Cheers. good old heavy metal. Who, who doesn't want some of that? Exactly. Exactly. I'll take that all fucking day long. <laughs> all the overthinking there is in heavy metal these days, I'll take that all day long. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like you read the message boards and it is, it literally is that. It's just. Oh, check that this and. It's just Death like core diving this and, into you know. the nuances. It's like, have you, have you never just fucking let loose and just yeah. thought, do you know what? Like, I just want some good metal. Yeah. Just some fucking good heavy just, metal. Just fucking relax. Just listen with your heart, not with your head. Yeah. You know? Listen with your fucking, well, it's like I said the other day, listen with your loins. Or, you know, or loins. Like, a, a long time ago, I said, do you know what? When I'm listening to music, I, I, there's two filters for me, generally. There may be a few exceptions, but generally speaking, music should either make you want to fuck or make you want to fight. <laughs> and if it does none of those things, then you can disregard it. Yeah. We've got a lot of time for that. So, you know, so that's my filter. Cheers to that. Yeah. Yeah.